All right, what's up, everybody? Um, it's your boy T. It's your boy Yacht. Yep, y'all already know. Y'all fucking with us again. We really appreciate it. Um, we're coming back. We're trying to keep the fire going. You know, these last two episodes, we put a lot into them. You know, um, all we want to do is really bring some testimonies to you guys. We want to bring um, people's stories. You know, and and hopefully you guys can relate. You guys can take away something from it. Um, that's pretty much the goal here. So in order to keep that going, we got a very special guest for y'all. Yes, sir. Um, we got a very well-known Los Angeles graph artist. Um, if you're in the game, you know. Um, shit, I got my boy Sightzilla with me. Let's go. Let's, Let's go, it. man. What's up? Shit, um, you know, appreciate you for for coming to the pod. Uh, we're doing our thing. You know, we're trying to we're trying to branch out. We want a little bit of everything. The way I see it is uh, hood testimonies. You know what okay. I mean? So that way. Other, we get a lot of youngsters, we get even older folks. They get out, they don't know what they're doing. Um, they may not have a path set out for them. Hopefully they can take away things and mm -hmm. put it together in their own story. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so that's really the objective. But uh, shit, I mean, we can jump right into it. Okay, um, let's do it. Shit, tell me a little, bit, a little bit about your come up. You know, where'd you grow up? Kind of how that started, the sandbox, you know? Uh, born and raised South Central Los Angeles. Um, Went to school, went to 10 different high schools. Uh, homeless. God damn, that's a lot of high yep. school. Yeah, yeah. Um, homeless much as much of my teenage years. I was homeless, sleeping on the streets, sleeping in cars. No way. Um, you know, just witnessing my mom getting beaten up by guys. Uh, experiencing a lot of the uh, the male toxicity, the patriarchy. You know, walking with my mom. My mom was a single mom trying to raise two kids, trying to raise a man. And, you know, just being a witness to the the vultures and um, dudes trying to hit on her and trying to get at her while she while while she's with us and just witnessing how they really didn't care about me or my sister but they just wanted to uh, conquer that feminine energy. That's scary. Got you. you so you how had you at this time like where you started realizing or knowing what the hell's going on. I mean, you know, kids are smart, man. So I, I seen it when I was seven or eight. God damn, that's like you know, your mom's your first love. So when you, you you're petitioning for her love and you want her attention, but all, she's paying attention to these dudes that don't really want her. They just want the idea of her. Fuck yeah, no, I know what you mean. So that's a harsh reality for a lot of folks out there too. Yeah. You know, yeah. What what are, so your, what are your thoughts? I guess when because you said not only beating but then also you were homeless. Mm -hmm. So you were homeless with your mom and your your other sibling and my sister. Yeah. How what was that experience like? Like where were you guys staying? Uh, you know, just just back streets, parks, Jesse Owens Park, um, parks in Gardena. I'm I'm in the back seat sleeping. My sister's in the front seat. Uh, we're living off of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, stuff that wouldn't spoil, so that we can live off on, uh, live off of um, going to school, then dealing with the harsh reality of going home, and you don't want to say nothing to your teachers or your, you know, mm -hmm. your people, because then your mom gets, you know, suffers. They take us away and all that. So just trying to like, you know, deal with the idea of capitalism and my mom dealing with the trying to be an independent woman in a world where women are the second sex or treated as a second sex. Right. You're right. so young. Like, what are your thoughts when you're like, are you thinking like, it's normal? Like this is normal. I'm sleeping in, in back of my car. You knew like, I mean, there's many nights I was crying. I was teared up, but I couldn't put it into words. I didn't understand it. Cause I didn't understand like, why are we in this situation? Mm -hmm. Why, why is this going on? My mom, 
didn't have the didn't have the words to to speak her emotions and to be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. She was suffering on her own, and unfortunately, in the society that we live in, people are going to uh, judge you before they try to understand you. They're going to mm-hmm. ridicule you and talk bad about you before they try to help you. And you know, if you're a woman watching, I watched her suffer, so I understand the suffering of women a little bit more. Um, women, women don't have that help that they need to feel safe and feel protected, yeah. and and that still goes on to this day around the world. Um, if you don't mind me asking, where was Pops at during this whole thing? You know, Pops is uh, addicted to drugs, alcohol, crystal meth, cocaine. Um, is he still out there right now? He's still, he you know, he's still, he's doing his thing. He's still a functional. Okay. Um, addict, okay. you know, he he hides it well and he does his thing and he he can't live without it like most addicts. But you know he he's he's suffering um, also because what a lot of people don't talk about is men suffer too, fathers yeah, suffer yeah, too. Yeah. So where where's your outlet? Where's his outlet for that? Where's the outlet for fathers and men? Um, we live in a society where it's it's you look weak if you're exposing too much expressing too much emotion you're giving away your power mm-hmm. so it's a even men suffering from patriarchy in that way so it's just like damn especially if you're growing up in south central shit yeah it's all yeah day. can't cry can't do this it's like being at it's like being at war so like when a person goes to war they come back you have nobody to talk about what you've seen and what you've gone through because nobody wants to hear it nobody wants to hear what you went through it's so tough because I'm thinking about this concept because even with previous like interviews that we've done, you know, a lot of individuals they look up to a male model, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, were you looking up to anybody at that time? Like, were you able to look up to anybody? What was kind of? I mean, just just the just the 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 fake ones, man. Like only the ones on sitcoms, stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only positive male role model that you have. But when you grow up and you realize that wasn't real and that doesn't really. Um, it doesn't really relate to the actual society and reality that you grew up in. There's more, there's more layers to it. That's the perfect world. Right. They find a solution in every show and they hug it out. But in in our city, in South Central LA, and um, in most situations, there is no. It doesn't go down like that. Sometimes the the conflict is what people are so used to it. That's what keeps them together. That they can't live without the conflict. Yeah, What's me a fucking divide there? You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. What's scary is I mean, and I don't want to avoid it. You said you were experiencing like your mom being beat. Yeah. Yeah. How so? How old were you when that was happening exactly? Like uh, you know, like nine, ten. I I got in the middle trying to save my mom. That's got, what I'm got hurt, about. got my ass whooped, really? trying to break it up. Um, you know, dude stalking her. You're still going to to school at this point. I'm still whenever I'm, you could get in, whenever you could go to school, or oh, I was in and out, man. Yeah, like I was and I'm in. just saying because you know normally if you get in a scuffle with step pops and all that, yeah. now you got to go to school with a with a with a bruise and just got just hide it, man. Like I my I was old school. Got to yeah. hide it. You can't talk about it because I don't want my mom. I don't want to get taken mm-hmm. away from my mom, mm-hmm. and I don't want to embarrass her. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, 
That's a, that's the one thing that we do. I remember going through it myself. They found a gun in the house, and we're sitting there like, nah, it's yeah. not hers. It's yeah. mine. I just yeah. don't don't you know. I want mom's. Don't. Yeah. I don't want to go nowhere but here. Ain't nothing wrong, you know. No, that's 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 real. That we gotta we protect our mom, our families, and that's mm -hmm. what I think that's in our in our blood all the way back to our indigenous ancestors. We want to protect our families and our, our tribes, our our community. Mm -hmm. 100%. We see that shit all the time. That's how we end up getting into a lot of drama Yeah. as yeah, males, yeah. you know, growing up with single mothers. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you're going through all this. Mm -hmm. um, shit, what 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 age? Did, did you ever go to the halls or anything living like that? Did you ever, um, no. was there anything ever like, you know what I mean? That sounds like some shit where you would have to probably go steal. You would probably have, yeah, that's what normal like a, uh, I mean, around. I was doing a lot. I mean, like, you know, my mom. She got a, a really bad uh, UTI. Um, I think she, I think she had HIV. You know, she dealing with this dude. Thought he was real. He was dirty, nasty. She was like, you know, lonely. Dude came in. Gabe got her sick. She was in the bed for months, trying to get well. She couldn't provide for me and my sister. I'm out. I'm gonna go into the store, going to Vaughn, stealing meat. Stealing cheese, stealing bread, whatever I could to feed me and my sister, and nobody knew what was going on at the time. Nobody knew. So, you as know? far as what uh, neighbors and your other classmates, shit was normal. They didn't know. Nobody knew. You, I mean, because like we trying to take, you trying to protect our family. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a whole like, other lifestyle you got to protect. Yeah, you know, because you don't know who you can trust. You don't know who's gonna like snitch and right. the cops pull up and CPS is, uh, you know. Yeah. And you don't want, I don't want to do that to the last person that actually tried to sacrifice for you and look out for you. You gonna do that to her? Right. Yeah. You know. So. I mean, even growing up in those kind of situations, I'm sure you were tempted, and I heard through your testimonies mm -hmm. too. Um, by the way, if you guys want to check his testimonies out uh, on Sitezilla YouTube, uh, YouTube, right? Yeah. Sitezilla, um, crazy testimonies on there. Um, but you talked about being not being gang affiliated yeah. and to stay away from that track because obviously it's easy enough to and tell me if I'm wrong to join a gang and get the support that you were looking for. Yeah. So you know how hard was it to stay away from that or did you even have trouble staying away from that? I mean, I, I kept on promising my mom that I want to join gangs and I wouldn't join a gang because my dad was involved in gangs. So uh, it was tough because as a I feel like as a male. Back in the days, back in our indigenous cultures, we had this uh, rites of passage mm -hmm. where we would be initiated into something more greater that will make us stronger yeah. and make us more value. And we don't have that anymore. So that's what the gangs offer. They offer you this initiation into something that's going to make you, will seem to make you more, more of a provider, more of a, more respectable. And that is very tempting. And then sometimes it's the only way. Well, you only have a few options in the hood. You got gangs, and you got sports. Yeah. If you're not good at sports, maybe you're good at, yeah, at yeah. gang banging. And gang banging, you know, it's both in both acts. You're trying to prove your worth and prove that you are somebody. Definitely, especially as a, as a male, um, you know marginalized male yeah. definitely we're looking for fucking validation anywhere yeah. we can get it just to say yeah i'm, I'm a male I'm, yeah. i take care of business I'm, yeah. I'm you know just trying to be validated anywhere yeah. we can fucking get um so you so that's crazy though that you never so you never went the gang route none of that never went the gang route i started 
hanging out with like uh, break dancers and shit. You know. What year was this? What years were, were? When I got into high school, I was going to Washington High. I started at uni. Started break dancing in uni. Okay. And then Venice. And then I went when I got to Washington is when I really started taking it serious. Nineties? Nah, nah, like two thousand, like yeah, yeah, ninety nine. Disrespect my boy. Like, no, no, I'm saying I'm, 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 I'm was born in eighty nine. So whenever people are like, yeah, I'm eighty nine, but I didn't start seeing shit till yeah. two thousand. That's yeah, crazy. Like it was like two thousand was a year. Then I started like break dancing. Then I started into graffiti and stuff like that. Got you. Holy shit. Um, for some reason, I would have thought you probably were doing graph fucking, you know what I mean? No, I didn't start doing streak since 12, 13. Who knows? Never know. doing art like beforehand. Like, you I were was never... doing art. I mean, like, I do art and coloring books and draw shit, Dragon Ball Z, shit like that. Okay, that was the go-to like, back then. That was then. like, you know, elementary school. Okay. Like, junior high school, Fairfax days. But I didn't get into graffiti until uh, senior year. That's crazy. Yeah. So you graduated. You were able to put up doing the whole school thing with no issues, mm-hmm. as far as like your fucking grades, continuations, any that, that comes with that. You know, a lot. You of know, time. yeah. I mean, I was going. I was typical day. I come in. I come in the school. I'm tired from painting all night. I'm sleeping in the class, snoring and all that. And teachers like wake yeah, up. That's crazy. <laughs> wake that ass up. Yeah. Huh? So. Uh, but that that was helping me. The graffiti was helping me uh, uh, release and decompress. What age did you pick it up? I think uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. That's kind of late in the game. Yeah, realistically, Real late yeah. In the game. Real late. So yeah. before that, did you have any avenue that you would use to kind of get out? You know, out of the, the daily stuff that you were going through. Nah, I just I would like wander the streets. So like my, you know, I'll be like twelve or thirteen, just wandering the streets at night. That's dangerous. Just wandering because my mom is sick. Mm, damn, um, we got all that going on, yeah. You know, I got my uncles, but they weren't really present. And then, like, who wants to help uh, a kid they don't know? They don't. It's, it's weird. But I was, I would be riding my bike through the streets, streets of San Pedro, South Central, moving around, and just be out there, man. And yeah, it's dangerous. What I'm curious is like, kind of, because I know you. S- I have a feeling that you didn't go through it just mm-hmm. because you had your father had issues like that. But mm-hmm. how was it? Was it hard trying to stay away from like using drugs and stuff because you had all this time on your hands? You had all these worries. Like, were you trying to? Was that like a getaway that you tried to do at one point or no? The drugs, the drugs, the drugs. My dad traumatized me about the drugs, so I, I didn't really mess with the drugs because I saw what it would do to him. Mm-hmm. Like I was with my dad one time. He's high on crack cocaine, drunk. Took us to a bar. The no Crystal way. Casino. He took us, me and my sister, took us right, there. The, the, uh, the Crystal Casino right there in the 91. Oh, shit. Is that right? Took us over That's there to crazy. the bar. He got wasted. He got he was high off crack cocaine, got drunk. We walking out into the parking lot. He passed out, blacked out. Damn. How old were you guys? I know. Y'all by yourself. I was like about eight years old. My sister wow. was six. Wow. So we were like sitting there in the parking lot. It's like one o'clock in the afternoon. He's laid out. That's uh, me and my sister are right there. Right yeah, we were right there balling, like, cause we think he's dead. So seeing those different <sighs> things of like how it affects those, that was just all that trauma was like, nah, I don't want to mess with the drugs, you know. I'm and cool. and probably pops too. That's probably yeah. why you said you gravitated more yeah. towards moms, anyways. Yeah, right? yeah. And you know, it, it, and it's messed up though, cause it's like um, dads and men get a bad rep already. Hundred percent. And then. 
and he does stuff like that. But as you get older, as you mature, you say like, okay, he was going through stuff. A lot of men go through stuff. Yeah. They don't know how to let that shit out. Yeah. Right. And they suppress it with the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, and yeah. the women don't know how to be there for for the man because they expect the man to be the leader, just know how to process that shit. But what do you do when you don't have the outlets? You don't have the tools to like. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree, man. That's one thing that I wish we need to we, we would highlight a lot more is shit. Why do we always got to keep it together? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why do we got to be the strong shoulder to lean on shit? I Sometimes agree. I feel like, you know, fuck that. I want I'm gonna get spun out. I'm yeah. gone for thirty. Yeah. I need I need a little unwinding time myself. You know what I mean? And that's not to say it's an excuse, but yeah. shit, you're right. Some people we your pops may have been going through some shit that he didn't know how to handle. Right? Yeah, you know, because we're like back in the days that we had. Men have better outlets. They go out and hunt. They go out That's and kill crazy. some stuff. That's crazy. You're talking or, about, yep. Or they the build roots. stuff. Or they build stuff and create shit. And that helped them, like, control that. Oh, you're talking about, like, Intrinsic, way some back. fucking yeah. innate. You're just born. Shit, the, and that's right. real shit on some yeah. instinctual level. Yeah. That's absolutely that's true, crazy. man. Yeah. Think about they that. come back and they, like, you know, they feel worthy. They did something. They let it out. They went out there and walked or ran or... They built, they put a car together. They built a car. That's they they built some shit, and they built a soapbox. They did. They were building a lot more. They mm-hmm. were hunting a lot more, and yeah. that aggression gets to come out. That masculinity gets to come out. Nowadays, masculinity is kind of frowned upon, and like, like, oh, don't, don't, don't yell, don't, right. don't get yeah, too crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, don't get too crazy. I'll, I'll call the cops on you. Mm-hmm. Like, chill. So where does a guy let out that masculinity? Mm-hmm. Where does he do it? Good no one can answer question. that question. Right? I'm so glad not you're even connecting yeah. that because I've never connected anything like that before. Like I always think about it too. When you watch like these war battle movies, yeah. they be coming out, go yeah. to war, the men yeah. go to war, whatever, yeah. you know. But you never think about it. The idea is like that's their way of, of yeah, letting like it go. With the gangs, you can let that out. And you I feel like, the, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. When you join a gang, you can let that that killer instinct, that masculinity out. You're like, okay, Definitely. let's go look for him. Let's go do this, yeah. do that. You're letting it out. But when you hold something, it's like keeping old food and Tupperware for a long time. Like, if you don't let it out, it's going to get really bad. It has to come out. It has, it's Great start fucking sp- analogy, yeah. bro. That's crazy. <laughs> you can't keep that shit, like, locked in because it has to come out. Mm-hmm. It trips me out because I even, I feel like at the time, like, during your father's time, mm-hmm. outlets weren't that easy easy i feel like yeah, now no. we have video games yeah we have podcasts we got like yeah. you know little stuff yeah. back then you didn't have video games like yeah. that you didn't have yeah. you know i feel like it was harder to really find an outlet back in the yeah. day yeah shit uh, all right so so shit so you're 18 ish yeah you pick up what's the what, what'd you pick up what's the first tool medium what'd you pick up what's the first thing you said fuck it this is what i'm doing or this is something that i have a little interest in just just graffiti, man. I saw the GK interviews. I got some streaks. Um, is that from like those war videos? Remember those war, war one, war two. I remember war the war videos, but this is before. This is before I, that. I, I was watching the Coke Two videos. Uh, okay. Kings yes. Destroy. Yes. Yes. And yes. then I was watching the Fox Eleven story on GK. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I learned that hip graffiti is a part of hip hop. So I'm like, let me, let me see what's up with that. And then I went out one night, and it felt good. I'm gonna need y'all to educate yeah. me on this real quick, yeah, yeah. cause y'all saying coat this, coat that. What are you? What are you? What are you guys talking about? Coat like, two is like a graffiti artist on the East Coast, legendary. He made a video of him just walking around New York, just 
writing on shit and doing throwies and, yeah. and pieces and stuff like that and talking about graph kind of like a podcast before podcast oh that's tight but it was real shit it was like video audio yeah yeah oh, that's tight and, and and another thing basically if i remember again this is how i i interpret it you may see it different okay there was two big names mm-hmm. so when you start graph you think of cope two or saber yeah, those are saber, the ones yeah. that you every once you see those guys yeah. you're like I'm gonna be like fucking Saber. Yeah. I'm gonna be like Cope too. Yeah. Those are the names that kind of get you. If you're gonna get into graffiti, you're probably gonna start yeah. with those two. Seeing yeah. shit, just yeah. look doing their history, and that's what kind of these names sound bad. They sound yeah, like some yeah. Mortal Kombat no, characters. Like, and shit. back then, they had <laughs> graffiti magazines, which was pretty big. And you, I'm trying to be like Retina, Revoke, correct? Oh, Saber. Um, those are those are MSKs and LTS is a center clean. I'm looking at them in the magazines, and we got the Canadian graffiti magazines, so we looking at all the graffiti in the big times. We got uh, so these are like legal, like legit graffiti artists. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that are which now are probably like all legal type dudes. Yeah. But shit, they started off crushing. Yeah. Everything they did a famous Capitol Hill, the mm-hmm. Hall of Records yeah. one. They yeah. did all the there, and this is like they're the first ones you learn about on the internet mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. start tagging. Mm-hmm. Like, First yeah. thing you search up, first thing that pops up. Yeah. So you started getting into it mm-hmm. because first of that. time you loved you it. You started like I seeing mean, like, these videos. Cause like, I don't think people articulate the graffiti that well, but like, oh shit, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's hear> it. <laughs> I mean, like you, you get everybody knows that like when you when you do art, you release, you create different right. different side of your brain. So your and it affects your metaphysical body and your energy too. Um, really create this creating is um, healing in a way and it's spiritual in a way um, they say sex is a creative energy but when you can't let that sex out you can't have sex like you want to that creative energy has to go somewhere so a lot of times it needs to come out in an artistic way but if you're in the city you can't afford canvases you can't afford all these acrylic paints and right. easels and stuff like that or nor is there a space mm-hmm. to do it, nor is there a gallery you can go right. do it at. So the streets are our canvas. Yeah. And then we have, t- spray paint is cheap. And we go create, we go um, let our souls out, let our souls speak. And, and it's gonna be ugly because we kept it inside for so long. There was no outlets, there's no platforms to express ourselves like it is today. And there's so much going on in the world. Who do you talk, who do you share that with? Who do you say that to? You, and then sometimes you don't, you can't put it into words. But with art, with the graffiti, you can do that. Literally, right? Yeah. You put it in words. And then so. like a lot of times, it's like you can't. I can't really art, like put everything into words. All you have to do is put the tip on the can, and just go out there to a wall and tell me what you feel. It's crazy because I've, I've been rushing. so tempted. <laughs> I've, I've like had my little spray cast. <laughs> I'm on my pad. I'm just like, yeah. Ooh, I want to do it. So you you said you were like 18 when you yeah. were interested. Like you mm-hmm. started getting into it. So you're at school. I'm guessing you started focusing more on the graffiti part. Probably while I got on the wrong end of it though, and oh, that's a lot happened? of people don't understand because like when you come into the game, you think all graffiti is the same. Mm-hmm. When I got into it, I got into a tag banging crew. Oh, oh man, and I was just like, I thought that was was graffiti. But that's not graffiti. I mean, yeah. you say, okay, just to clarify, tag banging, oh, yeah, like you're yeah. actually <laughs> trying to represent like a set or something like that? Or tag what? banging is kind of like they do graffiti, they act like a gang, they move like a gang, but they're not a gang. Oh, damn. 
that's the front. Which okay. and, <laughs> it'll get you into a lot of trouble. Yeah. I, mean, I can yeah. see how <laughs> left yeah. and right. Because you know yeah. I mean? yeah. you're getting it from everywhere. You know, yeah. from the taggers, from the gangbangers, from everywhere. You got to get jumped in. Yeah. Oh, so you got jumped in. You got to get jumped in. You got to get jumped out. But technically, in a, in a real straight up artist graph crew, you're not really gonna get jumped in. They need to see you up everywhere. Yeah. They don't give a fuck yeah, about yeah, jumping yeah, you yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, you need to be up. You need yeah. to put in work. You mm-hmm. know. So. So okay, so you were jumped. You not I jumped got, in. I got knocked out. In. I got jumped into this crew. It was a BWI, and got knocked out. Are they still around? Oh, they still around. I seen that up. No yeah. wonder. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. They still around. Thinking you're like, all right. So okay, so you went to go hit up. <laughs> right. I'm like, damn, that that was fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. Okay, so you go hit up. What you go hit up? What? What you? What you? What? Did you grab a streak, a mark, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go do this." This no, is this is. Oh, like one. when did he take it to the streets? Yeah, so this, this is, this is okay. my spot that I'm gonna go I hit. Mean, and I'm mean, gonna... We first, I mean, playing with different names. The first two I probably yeah. used was acrylic. The acrylic. Uh, we're writing Just on the a... ground with the acrylic. Okay. And hitting the bus seats. And a lot of oh, people don't know about the hitting acrylic with the bus seats. We messed up a lot of people's clothes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. Man. <laughs> you're gonna sit down, long day of work. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Shit, they done got me. What the hell is yeah. this? <laughs> that was my first two of the acrylics. And then we got into the, uh, I couldn't afford the streaks and all that. So we were making our own shit. Like we no had the, the acrylics, we had the, the shoe polish. Okay. For the That's 99 cent store. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what you guys would? What would you do? Like shoe polish? Shoe so think polishing. about the shoe polish. It has a sponge. Yeah. It's basically all ink, essentially. Oh. So you just put it on a wall, a window. Yeah. You squeeze it, let it drip a little, and just yeah. ah, go at it. Yeah, yeah that's creative. Yeah. Creative as fuck. Now you can make, or you can take that ink out and put it in. A, um, you can make them out of water, the apple juice bottles. You should do that too. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know. You about can that make one. your own okay. markers. Yeah. How did how did it feel like the first time you did it like on some on like something That's you're not supposed saying, to do yeah. it? Like what was what, what was time, it? The first time I I I was I was mad. I was I let that anger out, that aggression out, that whatever anger and aggression I had towards the world can finally come out. Because mm-hmm. like as a kid, especially becoming a man. You don't have an outlet to kind of talk to people about what you see and what's going on in the world. Your body's going through changes, hormonal changes and shit like that. There are no more elders. There are no mentors. The mentors that exist, you got to pay for them. So it's like, so when I first started doing it, I felt all the anger. felt all the, all the, all the hurt, all the pain. And so when I'm getting up, the first... For a couple of times, I'm like, fuck this shit, fuck this bus, fuck this wall, fuck everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? That needs to come out. Mm-hmm. And it has to come out. Or if it doesn't come out, you're going to take it out on, on somebody you love, somebody right. you care about, and are you going to take it out on you know, on the women, the ones that are most passive? Yeah. Um, I think that's it's so important. That's why I tell people you should do graffiti. You're not going to kill nobody. And then all that aggression that you got pent up is not gonna be taken out on on your woman. She don't deserve that. Damn. That's deep. 100%, so you did it bro. on a on a bus, and that was your first time. I was on a bus. I, I stickers, carvings. I'm on the bus with my mom. I'm like, mom, move your head to. The, <laughs> and I'm like yeah. catching tags and shit. And she's like, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna gangbang, and this is gonna keep me alive. Good. Damn. Good. So no college, all that shit was out of the question. I was like, when I, I was in college, I was a full time. I was, had two full time jobs, um, doing graffiti every night, getting five hours of sleep. What were you going to college for? I was going to college for journalism. 
No way. That's yeah. like a different. I would assume like you would go to art or into graphic art. design. Yeah, something. graphic yeah. design. But I mean, like I looked at the art game and it's like to me that it was fake. Really, it was fake as fuck. Because uh, one for one, art is kind of racist. The art game is racist as fuck. So the I saw it. Up you go. You mean? I mean, they only want certain people. Nah, they don't okay. want everybody. Oh, I see where you're going with this. So, okay. like, they only want to bring certain people. And then, and then, two, they only allow access to certain people to art. Got you. Three, um, the art, they try to tell you what's art and what's not art. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, a dude can draw, like, a blue line across the canvas. That's, that's a million dollars, huh? yeah. That's, that's a million dollars. Huh? Yeah. But I can my boy can draw a dope ass lizard on the side of the wall. Fucking awesome, but that's not art. Is it that crazy? I've seen that too. I've always tripped out on that. It's called abstract art. Yeah, yeah shit counts. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so it, it, it's it's just it's just more politics. I love the attitude in that it's yeah. called abstract art. That's what it it's is. It's just politics. It's there's so much politics in art. So I didn't want to be anything that was um political. It's I don't want to play your political game. So we always, we're constantly playing politics. Yeah. We got already got to play politics at the house. You got to be like, mm-hmm. damn, who's, who's, who's the Democrat, who's the mm-hmm. conservative yeah. in the house? Yeah. Who's running shit? And then you go out into the workplace, more politics. Who's, who, who's ass you kissing? Yeah. Who do you have to appeal to? Who's running shit? Who's trying to, mm-hmm. who's corrupt? And then it's just endless politics. And it's in the art game too. Yeah. So, so you had, you had, chose the journalism pathway mm-hmm. instead because mm-hmm. of that and then from there how long were you in, in college for i was in college for uh about two years um you know still doing graph too, still doing graph okay. getting arrested oh, messing so up you, messing up my classes and shit you did get arrested at one point then a few times i got arrested what yeah. was the first time yeah i was gonna ask that that's a good yeah. one uh f- mm. The first time I was on the bus, <laughs> I was right. no, I was doing a roller. They used to lock the buses on your ass. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, you just hit the mercy Side exit. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> the first time I got arrested, I was doing a roller on the one ten freeway. Oh, uh, but I was so naive, I R- didn't know. Quick, roller, you got to take a big ass bucket of paint. Yeah. You're not doing just straight spray cans in a backpack. You yeah. got to go loaded, big ass yeah. bucket paint. Yeah. Bro, tell me why I thought he was like on the freeway racing somebody. He was doing a I roll. Like a roller? No, yeah. No, 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 yeah, my bad. Right. I, I'm doing. I'm doing my name. Like actual roller, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right? I'm doing That's my name right. with a, like a uh, bucket paint, <laughs> a bucket house house paint. Yeah. Doing my name real big, mm-hmm. extended uh, pole at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, broad daylight. Because I didn't know that that was illegal. I thought like if it's a bunch of graffiti right there on the side of the wall. Is that right? I thought like, hey, free game, I can do right, that. Right, right. That's interesting. Must be legal. But it must be legal. <laughs> right. And I went, I was hitting that shit. Someone called the cops on me. And I'm telling the cops, hey, I thought it was legal, man. I thought it's like graffiti. You're genuine. Like you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuine. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Damn. And they took me to the. Uh, Took me to the station. What they said, they're like, nah, wise guy, stop it. Like, you ain't. Nah, they were like, you didn't ask for permission. Oh, and man, okay. Well, that's like, that route. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, just, well, I didn't know. Just let me go. Nah, you're going to the station. <laughs> Felony vandalism. Wow. So Felony? Yeah. That's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. Well, I feel like your first time being incarcerated, or not incarcerated, but getting. Oh, the first time I felt like a badass. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. You were 18 already? Did you hit what, the county? Or I was like 18 and a half. I was like 18 and a half or 18 and two months. So they couldn't, 
they had to call my mom and shit. Okay. And my mom got like, came down and got me and shit, and she was just like shaking her head. Really? Damn. I was like, damn. That's what I, I just felt a little embarrassed because my mom had to come down and sign me out and shit like that. And then, um, yeah, I didn't look cool after all, huh? Did they drop <laughs> you? Was it a DA reject or nothing? Or you got? I didn't even go to court. That? I didn't even, see. I, I got caught a few times. Didn't go to court and ended up getting like eight warrants and shit. Oh, oh, all in that span of eighteen to. Mm-hmm. to so my mom had to take me to court one day, and they're like, "You got like eight warrants. You got to figure oh, this out." Yeah. And then I was talking shit to the judge, like, "I'm not doing shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do graffiti too. You can't make me stop doing graffiti. Fuck you. You know, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do." You said that though. I said that to the judge. Yeah. No, you really said that though. Yeah. Oh shit. And she put me in scare straight. <laughs> oh. Scare straight. What's that? No, you seriously. And they're yelling at you and shit. For real. Uh, scare straight. Well, this one was a low budget scare straight. So okay. they'll have you go to the police station. You have to do physical, like boot camp with the Kinda cops. Like what? Yeah, okay. on Saturdays and then during the weekdays they had you like doing school and you had to do all this extra shit. Um, but they didn't they didn't take us to the the jail or anything like that. That's funny. But I was in, I was in uh, scare straight, and then that didn't help. Really? I so you still? More. It's like I meant wow. more. People that did graffiti there, and we, all right, when we get done with Scare Straight, let's go hit some more, let's go hit some walls. What? That's yeah. crazy. That's you would assume that you would already, that would, like, get you, like, on your feet, but, like, all right, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this no more. Some people, At least man, not get bro, caught. I got caught maybe twice, and that was it for me. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> I'm cool. So you can know, know my site had the fucking, the yeah. fervor to go get it. You know what I yeah. mean? So. I mean, when you love, when you, it's like being with a girl. That's a breath of fresh air that kind of takes you away from mm. the hardships. And that was my thing. That that was my girl that took me away from the hardships. So I'm not going to let that go. And I'm a stubborn lover. And it was consistent. And the thing I like about graffiti is people are not consistent. And that's okay. People are human, but they're not consistent. Yeah. But we expect them to be. Yeah. But graffiti was consistent. was always there, always giving me that high, always giving me that release, always giving me that opportunity to like get into some type of meditation because meditation doesn't have to be you folding your legs up and saying kumbaya it can be like uh you just being engulfed in something so deep that it takes you to different levels of uh thinking i love that bro yeah compare that to to know that that's what graffiti does because it really does you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. uh, i haven't heard it put like eloquently like that you know graffiti is graffiti is spiritual um I know they try to say it's uncultural, but you know, a lot of our indigenous ancestors, all the rites and spirituality and practices that they did was deemed uncultural too, hmm. because it didn't fit their into their 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 programs yeah. into their understanding. So uh, we're I'm following their programs and it's not making me healthier; it's making me mm-hmm. sick. So I'm gonna go back to what's uncultural. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna practice what's uncultural because maybe that's what's gonna free my soul, heal my soul. Graffiti. If you do a piece, you do some words. You have, you have the the word, and then you have to put a shadow on it to mm-hmm. make it pop out, to make it give it more um, emphasis. But that's a representation of who we are as people. There's a the the part that people see, and then there's the shadow side of ourselves. If we don't embrace both then we lose that power. 
the the key to becoming powerful people is embracing your shadow side, your dark side, because you and be able to maintain that light in the dark. But a lot of times they teach us and they try to make us shun that darkness, hide that darkness. But like I said, that has to come out. Mm -hmm. And when you held that darkness in for so long, it comes out at the wrong times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then people be like, "Wow, you're crazy. You're a monster." You're, right. But I've been holding this part of myself for so long. This is who I am. It's part of me. You're right. So graffiti, in that sense, helps you bridge, helps you put that together. But in the on that journey of doing graffiti, you come face to face with the darkness, with the shadow side, and sometimes it's just too much for people to uh, to be able to comprehend. That's interesting. So you're the dark side That's in deep. this case for you, honestly. Yeah. For you, it would be like obviously your experience with your father, with uh, you growing up, homelessness, all that. Those were your dark sides. Ideally. Dark sides will probably be um, me, me not being assertive enough, me not um, wanting to speak up loud because I'm afraid that I'll be judged, that that doesn't fit into society's box. But this is who I am. I have to let it out. I have to bring it out in the right ways and mix that with the light. So it makes me like a complete person. We're taught to like anything that, you got some people that are just assholes, mm -hmm. but their shadow is being nice and kind. And then you got some people that are kind and nice, their shadow is just being assholes. Right. You gotta balance that shit out. Sometimes the way people judge people is based upon they from themselves that people judge people from their own shoes versus just understanding them from their own point of view but you're neither good or bad you're not light or dark that's just who you are is who you are but you can't i can't say that you're dark unless i compare you to somebody else right i can't say that you're an angel unless mm -hmm. i compare you to somebody else mm -hmm. It's it's crazy because I mean those concepts. It's like you don't think about that stuff. You don't. You will look like yeah. I would drive by any yeah. kind of art. I would be like, oh, that looks tight. But yeah, you don't know the whole meaning behind yeah. what you yeah. just saw. Like yeah. it's like there's more. There's a not even words could explain that person. Like a one graffiti, one 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 whole set could yeah. just be a person's life, their whole life. In front yeah, of I you. do classes, man. I do graffiti healing classes, workshops, one on one group classes, and you see people breaking down, crying. Um, they're not only doing the graffiti, but you're transcending through the graffiti. You're understanding the graffiti. You don't have to be out in the streets getting the street cred. If you want to, that's cool. Yeah. But I can show you how to heal this shit and find your soul in this shit. That's crazy. I love that. That's fucking deep. That's right, cause uh, you know, everybody got something going on with them, and and if they don't find that avenue, you end yeah. up with some fucking way out shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'm glad that that whatever you've seen it that clearly where you knew this is it yeah. this was going to take that that little edge off me where i'm able to function normally well you know i didn't what I mean? have until prison man really I didn't have until okay prison. Shit, hold up <laughs> hold on. hey and likewise man prison yeah. it sucks black mm -hmm. and browns mm -hmm. i mm -hmm. tell people we grew up without pops i didn't grow up with, with a pops right it sucks for the majority of us we have to moms ain't enough she'll mm -hmm. give me with a belt i grew mm -hmm. up it ain't hurt no more mm -hmm. we learn our hardest lessons unfortunately through the pen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they know we don't want to hear from an uncle from a brother from mm -hmm. nobody i got a little brother doing life right now mm -hmm. three of everybody has been in prison yeah. there's seven of us mm -hmm. four boys no matter how many times we told my little brother you're going down the same fucking yeah. route you're gonna get yeah. washed up you know yeah. he wanted to learn that lesson on his own and it sucks that we that's the one fucking place that makes us learn a, yeah. a very important life lesson 
you know yeah. there's nothing hard enough to control us yeah most of the time you know what i mean yeah. um so shit okay so so you're in the graph game 18 what when would you say what was like the first um i guess real crew and i think it, it revolves around a crew because that's normally when you know you've either made it or mm -hmm. you're you're in the game or it's defined by the crew because mm -hmm. certain crews there, there's a hierarchy right yeah so which one do you think what were where at what point did you get into like what would you say your big name crews and you started you know what this is it now my name's solidified we're doing this uh probably like upn was one upn's the one and upn is i've yeah. always seen it around yeah. i've um i remember back in the day i used to see it up with bru mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i used to call it bruckles for yeah, some yeah, reason because yeah. it was a bunch of yeah it was uh, three crews together it was three yeah, okay yeah. um and that was the one and they put up the little symbol like mm -hmm. a upn sign i don't so in public television we used to watch a channel called upn <laughs> it was 13 i yeah. believe right yeah, um, I know a 13. lot of yep, yeah. and that's there's little symbols, mm -hmm. and UPN is a crew that got really famous for you being the first ones to use those symbols. Yeah, circle triangle like a, square. Yep. Yeah. So, so oh, so it used I to be literally just the UPN, yeah. and at a it's certain all point, over, uh, like yeah. on top of each other, right? Yeah, we'll write the UPN. No, on the because then it was a so basically there's there was back in the day it was Channel 13 called UPN the UPN network. And at the U and the P and the N with Saturn Circle Triangle Square, we adopted that and, and built off that. So where you didn't even have to put in the UPN, you seen the symbols written yeah. on a wall, you knew it was UPN. Yeah. So Does that make no sense? Way. Someday yeah. we yeah. just we don't have to hit up UPN. We'll just hit up Circle Triangle Square, and then people knew that was us. That's crazy. Yeah. That's tight. Okay, because yeah. I'm over here thinking like you guys yeah. legit put in like UPN on like some cool like font. which yeah, yeah right you did yeah. did that yeah. as well but yeah. okay so so you so now you're in UPN um did you feel like the need to go harder or how did that go I always thought growing up once you get to the crew that's it you already put in the work what do I you mean think? like for me I felt like somebody like okay now I'm being validated mm. now now people are seeing me now when I first got in I was toy as fuck so toy means I was crappy. I sucked at the letters. It were, it's it's ugly. Yeah. Squiggly lines. Yeah. You don't know. You know. No can control. So, but as I got better and people started seeing me, it made me feel like okay, I'm I'm worth something. Finally, for the first time in my life, people see me, and I think that's when what what people that go through trauma, that's the main thing you want, man or female. You want somebody to see you, for who like you just want people to look at you. You're not. You don't want to feel just like another uh, number, yeah. or another person in the machine, uh -huh. or this rat race. So that's when, what, man, rat race. I love that term. I always. That's literally what we're living in every yeah. fucking day. The rat race. So when race. you do graffiti, you stand out. You, you at least you stand out among a certain group of people, and now you feel special. You feel validated. You feel a, a, some kind of self worth. So, UPN was one of those crews. I think when I got into KLG. <sighs> Was the KOG have that that I always seen it as an OG crew at the time? Mm -hmm. So it was like elite. That's how I yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I got on KOG, I was like, man, do they have meaning like KOG? Like, oh yeah, uh, Kings of Graph. Oh, yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, you Killer know, Giants. When I got on KOG. I was like, man, I'm I'm somebody. I'm somebody. Like, yeah, yeah. So in the graph game, there's already existing crews. So you grow up, and I would like to think the goal is. You get up everywhere. Mm -hmm. You may start your own crew. A lot of people do, and mm -hmm. they and you live you elevate it up to that type of high stature. Mm -hmm. um, but normally, you want to hit up enough to where you get recognized by these big name crews. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because that's where you could. And then once you tag the crew, everyone's like, holy shit, he got into that crew. Like it happened. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like, like college, man. Yeah, man. Like, Holy like shit. I, yeah. Like Ivy League colleges and shit. So you got like your little community colleges. Right. Oh, I love that. And, and then yeah, you got like your, shit, your Ivy League colleges. And then I'm like, okay, I got I went to community college. Oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> but I went to Stanford. I went to I went to uh, Notre Dame. Oh, oh gotcha. shit. Oh, they only take in certain people. You must be you must be somebody. All right, cool. Uh, yep. So, so it's kinda like that. You are, wherever you go, different Different institutions represent your value. You're associated with that value of that institution. What interests me is like, because obviously an artist in a painting, they'll put their names at the bottom who mm-hmm. did it, right? Yeah. How do you guys know? Because when I see graffiti, I don't see like your names ah, at the bottom. Ah, good, good fucking like question. Yeah. How yeah. do you know? Hey, this Sitezilla did this. Hey, like, is that because they know your type of graffiti? Like, they know, or like, how are you heard? How are you found? Hmm. It's so in graffiti. I'd like to tell people like graffiti has its own language huh. that for that group of people that have done it or still do it. It's kind of like love letters. Um, it's a language and a science that only um, the people that have done it and do it understand. Damn. So uh, until you're initiated into that yeah. that art and science, it's just gonna look like it's just gonna look like abstract. Everything like different. Yeah. Like way different. But once you get initiated into it and you start training your eye i guess basically becoming one with the art and then you can see it clearly but i guess back in the day because back in the day, there's no instagram there's no i mean myspace might be coming up mm-hmm. even myspace they, they was would probably just it. catch you slipping like doing the graffiti and they're mm-hmm. like oh what's your name oh your site like yeah this is good art like i like this or it was more like the same thing was going on is that going on in social media today people were taking pictures mm-hmm. so sometimes you pull up to the homie's mm-hmm. house he has a whole photo album of graffiti Maybe about two, three hundred pictures. Take the Polaroid camera and they take pictures of it and they recorded it like that. Same concept that Instagram has, but now it's virtual. That's people will people still have those albums to this day, or they'll have a whole stack of like five hundred pictures. Like, look, this is what I did over the last ten years here. Bam, and people will trade pictures. Oh, that's yeah. different. So yeah. they all really trade like yeah. to. What was like the the that behind that like the trading lights like yo I have it's like an autograph type deal like what was that like kinda baseball card like, type deal kind of like oh that's dope can I can I have that really? all right I'll give you this one if you give me kind of like the basketball basketball cards baseball cards and you had the writers benches too yeah and, and remember the name too holds some type of prestige mm-hmm. so you want that name in your book in your in your whatever in your photo album so you know the names you want to get the big so anybody else that you see going as hard as you you respect it and you would kind of want them you know bless me with something a, a tag yeah. Or yeah. a slap yeah. or something yeah. uh, you know a sticky or whatever yeah. whatever there's, um yeah, there's levels to this i think that's tight as hell like that's badass like yeah. the fact that y'all had like something like that to track your your work Mm-hmm. Share it, yeah. Trade it, like yeah. you don't really get that. Yeah. Like the only thing I know trading when it comes out days is when I go to Disney and I trade my little pins and stuff. Yeah. Here's, my, here's my little pin, like yeah, no, it. no. Like, but with art like that, it's crazy. Gotta take you to a graffiti show. They they draw them art books. They trade pins. They trade a lot of different things, and it's an experience that it you have to you have to see it. Yeah, it's yeah. like literally like. 
black books were a thing. I think they were back in the day. They mm-hmm. still are. You would take it, get a signature, meaning somebody hit up in it, throw a throwy in there or whatever, and now you get to go back to your school or wherever and yeah. show the homies like, look yeah. who hit up in my book, bro. Yeah. Sight, UPN yeah, hit up yeah, in my yeah. shit like, yo, what? you got sight, bro. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it is. So I guess what, what I'm really curious about right now is um, what's the craziest graffiti thing you've done? I mean, like we've touched on the uh-huh. art, you know, we've touched on the background, the scenic part of it. Yeah, the, the what craziest is thing the I've done. Craziest crazy, thing you've crazy. done. I'm talking like, about hanging from the freeway. Uh, We're talking about. I mean, it's on it's on YouTube right now. Um, still going viral. Uh, me. Standing on top of a truck, painting another truck while it's moving. Oh, what? Wait, what? Yeah, you seen that video, right? What? I I, I'm gonna say... have to look at this right now. You said you. So saw... I wanna I'm say on I... top of a truck. It's moving, and I'm riding on another truck, and it's moving at the same time. That's the craziest shit I've done. Graffiti. I'm still trying and, to get and, how and, that and works. You were able to the paint was able to catch up to the movement and still hit. Very, very scary, man. Cause okay. It, it, I tried to stand up on it, but he had the stick shift, so I had to sit down. So yeah, I'm sitting on top of the truck. It's moving. The big rig is moving on, at the same time and trying to I had to have seen that. it, bro. Oh, my God. I know to, I've yeah, seen it. Yeah. And once I see it, it's probably one of those old school things when you see it, you're like, yeah. damn, how did I forget about this? Like an, The other ones were like the, um, what was it? It was the war movies. It was the New York one. I did it like it four was, years ago. Okay. And it's on YouTube, huh? It's on YouTube. It's on I'll my Instagram. I, I know I've seen I'm it. Trying to, I'm trying to find it. I'm going to see on, on go, your go Instagram. Go to my Instagram. And then we could definitely, you know. Yeah, we'll throw that in there for yep. sure. But yeah, it's that's the oh, crazy I see. thing. I, I just see saw it? I think no, I just saw no. like a little clip of it. That was that a, little, that's right a small there. clip of it. But there's a full video. If you go at the bottom, if you go to the post. I guess to give a visual then, a better, a better visual, it was... Marcel, think of a little pickup truck. There's a little pickup truck. Yeah. He's on top of that. And there's a semi truck next to it, and he's, he's catching a spot. Literally, right there. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Where did you get that idea? Like, where did you <laughs> think? Like, yeah, I'm gonna hop on a truck and paint the truck as it's moving. The homie, the homie Edge told me about it. I was like, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do it. That yeah. that yeah. from the sounds of it, it sounds like something like you would be driving and you'd be like, fuck it, I want to hit that up, pull yeah. over, or yeah. get next to him. Yeah, the yeah, it was it was a, a great stunt, craziest thing I ever done. Went viral, got like seven million views no on you, Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And in two thousand that was that you said four years ago? That was in two thousand eighteen. Was it still well shit, it's hot as fuck now anyways, right? Because of Instagram and all that, they follow these links and they I mean the graffiti they, they kinda kick back on it. I think they're still watching people. Okay. I think Instagram and social media is making it easier for cops to build profiles on people. Profiles. They don't yeah. get you off the first one. Yeah. They gon They just gonna like they're gonna look at, okay, what how much damage have you caused? Is it city or state? Create that take pictures from whatever you post and they're gonna make a that's gonna use a build the case. So I try to tell people, like, learn from me, don't hit nothing city or state or federal. Cause then you the, mean as in the type of building or the wall you're hitting up? Yeah, don't like, do don't, that. Because like know. that's they have the state has plenty of money to send ah, to take you to court. That's a gym, y'all. So anybody that's hitting up, yeah, still? I I try to hit only commercial, residential, because then if it's up to them to prosecute, it's it. up to them. They got to yeah. do a citizens arrest, or and most of the time business owners don't want to go 
pay all that money and have the time to go back and forth for hmm. court. They're rather, it's easier just to paint over it. Got do you, you. Do you say that from experience? Is that what got you into prison? That's what got me into prison. Uh, uh, the buses and the freeways. Yeah. The, oh, the buses on the... Oh, the buses the and buses. the free, metro buses. Oh, shoot. And I've seen that a lot. Yeah, metro. Fuck yeah, I mean, those are the biggest attractions. Yeah, <laughs> three ways yeah. in, the, in the fucking metro, so yeah. you're definitely going to get... Yeah. Like, you know? did you... What happened? Like, how? what happened? You jumped over, like, uh, like where they kept all the buses and you just tagged it? Or, like... You know, going to school. I was in high school. Every day I go to high school, just hitting up. That was the... That was our pastime. Oh, this is when you were inside, tagging inside the chairs. Ca- ca- the chairs. The accumulation the of all that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. the accumulation. They, they, oh, I see. So they had a three-year investigation. Whoa. On yeah. site? UPN? That's yeah. crazy. What? So they were taking your tax dollars. Three fucking years. They're taking your tax dollars to follow me around for three years. That's wow. insane, bro. Yeah, I was considered a terrorist. My money was worth it. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were considered a terrorist? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That's like felony, yeah. basically. Yeah. That'd be like yeah. a, a shit. Case. Each one is a felony, depending. Yeah. You know, you so they, those. Yeah. So they were basically saying each tag I did on the bus was a felony. Wow. There was a. They kind of like bumped it up, like trying to make it like same thing that your dentist does, your doctor does. They try to up the charges so they can get more wow. out of it. Yeah. Same situation. Wow. So so they can make their case harder, so it could be a slam dunk. They did that. I had like seventy-two felony counts against me. So, so touch on that. Touch on the day that they 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 put the handcuffs on you. The final one Man. for that one. I mean, to hit you with everything. You know, knocking on the door. I don't know who. So they it, knew the address already. Knew the knew. address. Well, they found out. I think they found out where I lived at through another another person because they they got me first. They found out my phone number. And That's then, they, then they were calling yeah. people at my house and pretending to be parole officers. And then they wanted to find out where I worked at, where my address was. And that, that's how they got my address. So they got my number from somebody. And then they came, raided the house, um, full body armor, about 20 deep, guns out. Um, for tagging? For tagging. Bro. And wow. uh, lasers on the, on the guns. I had beams all over me. And they are like, where are the guns and the drugs? I'm like, oh, they got the wrong, they got the wrong. Definitely house. got the wrong house. They ain't nothing yeah. but spray cans and fucking. So uh, they handcuff me. I'm in my boxers, and you know the lead detective doing the investigation is like, you know why we're here? I'm like, I don't know why you're here. Yeah, I don't know. And he says, I have a warrant signed by Judge Ito. Oh, Judge Ito, isn't that yeah. O.J. Simpson? Yeah. Oh, Judge no Ito's way. notorious, bro. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. still he was still I mean, around I when I was going to the prison system. Together. Yeah, that's crazy. I have a warrant signed by Judge Ito. To take you to arrest you t- today. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. They had the whole house around it. Walk me out. Um, people all the way around, all around the house because you know people are nosy like that. Yeah. And they they want to see. People thought I was getting arrested for a rape or some crazy shit. They they people just made up stories because they yeah. they couldn't 100%, believe. Hundred percent. Yeah. They, they couldn't know, believe man. like you going to, he's going. For graffiti? No, he right, has nah. to be lying. Ain't yeah. no way he got busted for graffiti. Same man. thing happened when I went to prison. When I got to prison, people were like, you're not in here. That's what I wanted to touch on. Like, how is yeah. that? Like, yeah. uh, You know, like, before I went to prison, well, well, when I get in the, when they get in the car, they hire, they they grilling me. 
Okay. They're like, I would have, we would have caught you in the act if we seen you on the bus. We'd have caught you in the act. I'm like, no, you would not. No, you're <laughs> never in your. We're going back and forth. You will never catch me in the act. So you're still talking shit at this point. You yeah, ain't letting, I'm still you ain't gonna go down that easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I get, I, they, but I, I, I didn't think graffiti was that serious. So shit, me neither. I had my whole room. I had paint buckets. I had like 200 spray cans. Oh, imagine that. Everywhere. I know. I had my Boost mobile phone wasn't even locked. I had everybody's numbers in that shit. Um, and Boost mobile, Chirp. The Chirp, oh, yeah. man, that's I had crazy. the special money case on it and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what y'all talking about, but it's just funny. No way. Oh, you don't know about the like... Boost mobile Chirps? <laughs> oh, that's wow. That's kid, man. That is insane, right? Isn't that the craziest? You're, you you can run into adults now that are like, when are you born? Two thousand five? Mm. Like, God damn, yeah. you're an adult now? Yeah. Yeah, I had the I had the pager and I had the boost mobile. Mm-hmm. He said pager. I had the flip boost and wow. the pager, yeah. Sidekick, you know. <laughs> Sidekick. But yeah, it was they were high-fiving when they got to the station. Oh, um, we got him. We got the graffiti. Where'd you go? To 76 or something? They went to we went to Compton Sheriff's. No shit. The Watts. Sheriff's. Yep. But I didn't know. And this is something that a lot of people need to know. I didn't know my rights. And I didn't know what. I didn't know anything. The best thing I could have did was not say nothing. But they offered me this deal. And never trust a cop. Hold up. At the station, they're offering a deal? Yeah. So if you would have known better, you would have known. They can't really offer me yeah. a deal at I the station. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, basically what they're saying is, okay, they big stack of all the shit I did. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, oh, this is all old shit. This is back from high school. Wow. I got a car now. Like, I don't, I don't do that shit, right? Yeah. So they're just, this is the deal they make me. And I was so foolish. And it was stupid. But I didn't know. We don't. As people in our community, we don't know law. Yeah. We don't know how to protect ourselves from cops. Uh-huh. So they're like, okay, if you sign all these and put that it was a recent date, we'll let you go today. Oh, Whoa. So I signed, I don't know how many, because I thought I was going home. How many pages of, of things they Like they... all the photos and shit. Oh, man. So I signed like about 30, like 30, 40, 70. I, I signed seven. They had like 500 shit. So I signed like about 72 that it was recent. Jesus Christ. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let me, I'm going home today. Because I'm in school. I'm in college. Yeah. I got two jobs. I need to get back out to mm-hmm. the streets. I believed it. I believed the cops. I trusted the cops. Don't trust cops. Don't trust them. Learn from me, learn law, trust learn, them. don't trust cops. So that... Real quick, though. So they can't offer any kind of deal. No, like, it's not legal. You, you you have to go through the due process, which would be the what we talked about last on the last podcast. Yeah. Make sure y'all mm-hmm. just fuck with it. Yeah. Um, prelium. Uh, go to go to the, the oh, preliminary the hearing. Yeah, okay, so gotcha. Go you have to talk to your lawyer, your DA. Yeah. You got to yeah. know all that first. Yeah, man. that's crazy. I didn't know that. You forget that anything that you say can be used against you. Yeah. So, I'm thinking I'm getting out. They're like, nope. and in this case, think about it. He's signing his name on pictures of the graffiti he did, mm-hmm. but the cops are just like, sign it. Yeah. What do you think that probably means? And they I can't even prove yeah. you did it. No, idea. they can't well, prove. They can't prove that I did it. But by me signing it, you proved that, proved that you that did, did it. That announcing it, I did it. Wow. And it and and the conversation wasn't recorded. We're in a room, just me and the cops. And so my lack of knowledge and not knowing how cops are, me trusting cops and thinking that they, so they're fair. Oh, man. 
that that gave me prison time. So me signing that gave me a million dollar bail. It gave me seventy two felony counts against me, and a sixty thousand dollar restitution. Sixty thousand dollars. That's the price of not knowing your rights. How much jail time again? Uh, I was looking at uh, thirty four years. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was looking at 34 years in prison. 34 years? That's the, that was the price of trusting the cops and believing them. Oh, so it is important man. that people learn their rights. It's important that people know their, like know how to talk to a police officer and know due process. It's blowing my mind that, because from the last podcast we did, like like he said, check it out, y'all. Brandon's pro- uh, podcast, the first one we did. Same thing, Brandon. Mur- yeah. Murder was involved. And it was still shorter than this. What you have to remember is property is worth more than people. Wow. Whoa, that's deep. Property is worth more than people. And you like you mentioned, it, capitalistic society, yeah, 100%. You, you see, see, it, right. you see it all in downtown people. L.A. You see it all throughout the world. Commercial property, residential property is worth more than people's lives. That's crazy. You see it. So, 100%. Yeah. So you went to prison. What was that experience like? I mean, so 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 you're going to hold. On, let's okay. maybe the deal was there right. a deal. How'd that happen? I, Did you? So I don't know nothing about the law. Nothing. So the first lawyer I get is like, damn, they're trying to railroad you. They're trying to take advantage of you. Public pretender. Yeah, the first one was cool. First one? He was okay. legit. He's like, they got they got a slam dunk right here, but I can get you down to a year. Oh, okay. I was take like, take it. That's crazy. I was like, all right, I'll take that versus 34. <laughs> right, yo. At this point, though, you already said, fuck it, I'm in here. There is no more. Let well, me pay my bank note. Let first, me go to work. Well, You're I'm thinking, like, all the times I got arrested, I get community service. Okay. I'm out. Oh, you so think I'm it's the same like, deal? Okay, mm-hmm. this is going to give me a bunch of community service because yeah. it's graffiti. It's not that serious. Right. Lawyer comes in, is like, you're not going home. Oh, man. You're looking at 34 years and with a million dollar bail. My parent, my family couldn't even bail me out. A million dollar bail? Oh yeah, nobody can. Yeah, over a graffiti. For graffiti. That's for crazy, real. for real. So I'm like, damn. So that would have me sick. I'm right. going back to the county, and people are like, the cops are looking at me weird, because I got 72 counts of felony vandalism. They're not thinking I'm doing graffiti. They thinking I blew up some shit or destroyed. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So they're looking at me like a crazy man. Little do people know it was, it was for graffiti. No one believed that. No one believed that. And shit. then the county's so fucking rough too. Yeah. Even when they ask you like, "What are you yeah. busted for? Paperwork, all that?" You're like graffiti. Yeah. They, and then the high numbers like that, they're like no fucking way. Yeah. They probably thought there yeah. was red flags. They yeah. didn't know what the fuck. People were just like, "Damn, if it, if you ain't here for graffiti, it must be really bad on the streets." Right. Cause they usually don't do that. So they offered me a deal. Nine years, nine years in prison. No strike, no. So nothing. they didn't even bring no it. Strikes. I had a five-year enhancement for I don't know what reason. But nine years in prison. That was a, a deal. deal. That was a deal. Wait, what happened to the one year? Uh, the one year, they bounded my case over to another courthouse. Superior. Yeah. So I got a different public pretender. And uh, that public pretender said, "I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna fight for you, straight up." Damn. So this up. is what people don't know that happens. That's fucked up. When you get to court, 
A lot of these lawyers do not care about you. If public defenders know because they're getting paid by, exactly. not by you. They but don't, they don't uh, care. They, that's why they're notoriously known as pretenders. Yeah. They ain't there to really. They want, I, was, I was wondering why you were saying that because you were saying public pretenders. You weren't saying yeah, defenders. I'm like, why they, are you saying it like that? They work both sides. They, yeah. work, they, 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 they work both sides. They just switch them up. But no, there's, no, there's no moral obligation for them to do the right thing. Yeah. There's no heart in it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't, people don't see that. So my next lawyer didn't want to fight for me. She's like, either take the deal or we're going to trial. So I'm like, I'm like, can I have a, a week or two to think about this? Mm-hmm. Nah. Need to make a decision now. Damn, that's cold, bro. So I have one hour to figure out if I want to do nine years in prison or take it to trial. And if I lose, do 17. That's crazy. Still <laughs> over graffiti. Oh, I can't <laughs> even wrap my head around that, dog. Over graffiti. That's crazy, dude. That shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay, so you get sentenced. I, t- uh, I take the deal. You take the deal. I take the deal. Nine, nine eighty-five. Nine with half. Nine with half. Nine with half. Okay. And that's still still unimaginable at that age. You're you're getting a crazy number. You're like, I mean, people were crying when they yes. heard about that shit. Like, like, what are you gonna do? What? For graffiti, so yeah. We're, let me yeah. Now I forget you had your crew with you yeah. and all that. Did any had anybody ever been busted prior to that in your in your immediate, you know, to let you know or put you up on game? Like, look, bro, no, this is a real deal. Collect call, hey, bro, they're really gonna fuck you over. What's? Well, my whole crew got raided. Oh, oh shit! The whole UPN crew got raided. Really? Oh, the so you were in it on your own? Like this was? This was a whole. This is an investigation to take down a whole crew. Ah, so I didn't just, know that. I thought it was just you, cause no, you. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I know your name was everywhere too, though, just no, on its own. They you know? took like down the whole crew. Damn. They busted down and raided the houses of the whole crew. So this is when they put injunctions on crews and all that. That was before that. Okay. MTA was, I think, was next. They got they got raided, and MTA was the first crew that got a gang injunction yep, put against them. I remember them. that one. But this was before that. Damn, this bro. This is before. This is way before that. Um. They raided a whole crew. No one knows about that because they don't. It's not documented like that. But you look at the paperwork and people's records. People suffered. People lost. Yeah. A, 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 they lost respect from their families. Yeah, that's that crazy. Shit. Did you? Were you at least going to court with your homies or no? At least a handful, one or two of them. No, I, I got the worst. I got you the got worst. the worst. I got the worst deal of the stick. I got. They wanted to make an example out of me. Yeah. And they did. They did. They did that. So. Fuck. So okay. So you take the nine. Mm-hmm. You catch the chain. Where do you catch land? The chain. I end up in. Uh, I do. I end up in reception. Mm-hmm. Receptions first, and that was Kern County. Kern County. Um, we gotta wait to get endorsed by a prison. What was it like? Wasco or Lancaster, Delano? Those are more than likely the receptions. Kern County. It was Kern. Yeah. Kern County. Uh, I don't know. The, I remember the exact name, but I know it was Kern County. And that was crazy though because I get the prison and people are like, "You in here for graffiti?" Yeah, you don't believe that shit. Right. Right. But what's even crazier though is that I get up in there and a bunch of Southsiders recognize me. No way. I don't know. You know what South? You, you he, yeah. yeah you know, like South I would think at least like because you say it's South LA, so, so it's right like South. There's some. Oh South, no, 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 no! Definitely my fault. Yeah, we <laughs> take it back a little bit. I educated, okay. yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's there's a bunch that's of good, there's, a bunch there's a lot of people that don't yeah, know yeah. that answer. To there's that a either, bunch of you know? Serranos and Southsiders that know who I am when I get up there, but 
you want to explain to what Serenios? Yeah. So basically, when you're when you're Hispanic, you roll under one umbrella. Everybody knows that. That's very simple. So when you get up there, they're either known as Southsiders or whatever else. So you're a Southsider. I would say in the graffiti game, it's predominantly Hispanic yeah. or Southsider. Yeah. So he wow. probably had a lot of homies that were on this side, yeah. and it's real segregated. So he was on this side, and he's like, yeah. holy fuck, those are my homies. Yeah. They probably said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sights on the yard. What the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get in there. There's uh, homies that used to write graffiti, but now they're gang members, they're gang affiliated. Yep. So they see me, and they're like, oh, what's up, man? We're a big old huddle. I got like... 20, 30 Southsiders, some angles around me. And we're just like, what's up, man? What are you doing? What are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here for graffiti. Like, what? And seeing this, so as like, outsider, like, seeing what's going on as like, soon as you come in. Everybody's just the, the, the blacks are like, definitely. Is he about to get beat up? Yeah. Southsiders like, what the fuck is going on? And um, they were just like, this is the homie from the streets. This dude, he's on. The, he's known on the streets. This, this, this is no. Sight. He's he's the man. Yeah. So like, so when I'm, when that we when it breaks down, the blacks, kind of jelly, because they I'm not affiliated with Bloods and Crip. Yep. Ninety nine percent of blacks are affiliated. Yeah. So like they're like, oh fuck your feet. Same thing even on the Hispanic end. Some dudes think they're entitled because they belong from a gang or something. Yeah. So they'll frown upon it. Yeah. Some people, but mm -hmm. if you know better, you you know better. Yeah. Like those are that's a man that's gonna ride with you, be next yeah. to you, give you a soup, you know. Yeah. So. Right. You know the beautiful thing about that experience and reception is that uh, that whole the whole my whole duration there, and you're not Southsiders and Blacks and Serenos don't really like click like that. Mm -hmm. But my whole time I was in reception, Serenos and Southsiders coming to my bed like, hey, can you draw something for my my daughter? No way. Can you draw something from my girl? Crazy. Can you draw something from my wife? And I'm drawing for the Southsiders and the Serenios and shit. That's fucking tight. So like, it just told me. That's actually tight did, as you know? hell. Yeah. Like. So I'm like, it's, it's not really a racial thing so much in prison. It's more politics. And yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think politics. there's a lot of respect in that. Like, honestly, like, I feel like a whole ass movie could be done like that. Like, yeah. the fact that you're really drawing for all these different kind of yeah, like groups, like yeah, and it, and it, it made them feel good, man. It made them feel good, and it so it, it it benefited me. I don't know if the blacks saw it like that, but we had a race riot. It's over the TV in reception still in reception. Damn, that was yeah. a rough reception. And man. I'm I'm up here, I'm up here like everybody's going at it, and not one Southside or Serrano touched me, man. That's crazy. They left me alone. They're just like that's crazy, man. Leave side alone. He gets a pass. And I was like, Sight. fuck, graffiti, was... graffiti did that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking graffiti right there. Right. So I'm like, if graffiti can do that behind the walls, imagine what it can do in the in the real world, in the streets. Damn. 100%, man. Yeah. 100%. So I'm going to start doing graffiti in case I ever go to jail. <laughs> sure, I know right. I'm safe. <laughs> well, I don't know how they, I don't like, I know like some Serenios don't, they frown on Yeah, I was going to say. For some, I'm telling you, for some reason, it's like people do not like it. Even if you, if you, I've met some solid dudes that even like will bang a crew in there, and it goes very bad for them because you're not supposed to bang a crew. So I've seen fools with heart that go in there banging a crew, and then they get beat up and black eyes everywhere they go, and then that's it. They just they end yeah. up succumbing to the rules, to the politics, you know. Oh, well, we can um, teach you how to do graffiti legally. You won't have that street cred, but right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, you can do it like. 
as like it's an a, outlet, as you know, a way you're, you're, to, like you know, to express yourself and and tap into some deeper healing and finding yourself, finding yeah. your masculinity, because that's that's what we can. That's what I do in the workshops. We uh, help people tap in mm-hmm. and figure out who they are in this world. Yeah, you. I mean, graffiti. With graffiti, you give birth to your real self. Yeah, and you can finally be fiercely authentic. You don't have to be this cookie cutter image that everybody wants you to be. Right. You can finally give birth, and create whoever you want to create. Damn dog, I feel heard. <laughs> now that's I honestly like I respect it so much because it's like it's the same with music. Like yeah. you know the way people produce a beat, yeah. it could be like the way they they feel yeah. or like rock. Rock is yeah. hardcore because that's how they feel. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like it's similar concepts, not the same. Nothing's ever the same. Very similar. Yeah. Very you similar have your concepts. own. Yeah. Some, a lot of artists have their own styles, even with exactly. characters. Some people yeah. do fucking evil shit some people yeah. do clowns some yeah. people right. do that's just their thing and it could yeah. be like uh you know like an example of how they're feeling or uh, whatever mm-hmm. a manifestation of whatever their Facts. thoughts feelings you know yeah did you so did you do the whole nine and a half the nine yeah nine and a half i did five okay. out of the nine so like i i was trying to go to fire camp because i know i'll get out early but since i was um i had so much time and i was so young my points were so high that I had to start off on level four. As a graffiti top, artist, as a graffiti level artist. fucking four. Non, you non, got hit with shit that a lot of affiliates don't even yeah, get hit with. So like, nonviolent crime. I'm I'm in the cell with murderers. Yes, that's crazy. I'm in the cell with lifers. So if they just lost it, uh, were depressed because like, I'm leaving soon, they can just kill me. They got life. They ain't Wait, got that's the thing. Like, if you're because you're leaving soon, they would make they would kill you. Oh, you never want to brag about you leaving early, because people want to. People. I did not know that. You never want to brag about that. It, it, it's to see it this way. You're in this room. We're all lifers, mm-hmm. yeah. and no one here can go home. Literally, the doors locked. No one can go home. There's one person that could go home, and it's sight. Yeah. And you're everyone now is like looking outside. Like, is yeah. someone gonna go? He yeah. has a, a chance to go home. Yeah. Somebody might say, you know what? Fuck that. Misery loves company. Yeah. I want to mean here miserable with me. He ain't going home. Well, and you know, yeah. it's like another example. Let's say you got to work a nine to five shift, right? He gets to go home at four thirty or four o'clock. Damn. Good. Yeah. Good analogy. Yes, yeah, so I get Everybody wants to go home <laughs> at four. Everybody wants to. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Damn. I didn't know it was like that. So how was it? So you did five years. How was it getting out? When you got out, what was that transition like? Oh, uh, shit, man. Um, you know, I didn't want to come back. Honestly, I didn't want to come back to uh, to Los Angeles. I didn't want to come back to the world in general. Wow, so you really got that connection with, like... No, it's just like, you know, when I was in prison, I was reading books every day. Uh-huh. Metaphysics, politics. Like, I was on my, like... Tupac, Malcolm X shit. Like, I was reading shit. Like, if I'm going to be in here, I'm going to come out out better, smarter, stronger. Good shit. Um, but I didn't want to come back because I felt like I'm being released into a larger jail, yeah. a larger prison. Uh-huh. A prison that you can't see or, 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 you know, like they say in the Matrix, you can't see it or touch it. Mm-hmm. Where you come back into this system of debt, pain, um, we're doing the same thing every day and expecting change, which is insanity, what some people will call it. We go to work every day and trapped in debt. Can't buy shit. 
They give us just enough to live off of. That we're borderline crazy or borderline ready to snap. To put us back in there. We don't even have time to nurture proper relationships. And they wonder why divorce is on high. Well, if I'm going to work 10 hours a day, I got to sleep eight hours a day, how much time do I have left to nurture or love somebody on a relationship? Right. And then you have kids. So now you're dividing up that time with your kids and your loved one. Yeah. How do you expect a relationship to work? That will only probably work with someone that has money, privilege, but someone that has to actually work. Mom and dad not home to raise the kid. I'm not home enough to really love my woman right. She's not, she's stressed out about the politics <laughs> and the bullshit that she can't love me right. And you expect not to have no problems. You expect not, not to divorce. And then you get on your phones and see everybody living this fake life, this good life. Yeah. And it's just, it's just you, I didn't want to come back to that. Yeah. It's a trap. Um, Definitely. It's a slippery slope, trap. and we're all close to losing it, going crazy, uh, or suppressing it through drugs. There is no, what they say, they will not finance our liberation. There's no, there's nobody financing our liberation. There's profit in, in oppression. So. 100%. That's where the notion comes from where, you, you know, a lot of, some people get out and they go right back. You know why? Because yeah. it's, it's harder to be out here sometimes yeah. than it is. Way harder outside in the real world than to be in there. You know, just like you said, you can't, it's a fucking bubble. It's a rat race. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, well, in prison, you're guaranteed your three meals. You don't have to worry it's about It's true. And I think about that. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you don't have to, like, I think about, even when I see a homeless individual, like, it's crazy how this person could literally just bust a crazy crime right now mm -hmm. and have something better than yeah. what, what they're, he's doing than out than here. What they're doing now. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. I would do that, but then there's also, like, the trauma that comes from going to prison something well, like that. Well, they want you to go. They want people to. That's where the money, they make money they off that. It's big business on private. Yeah. The prison crazy. industrial complex is big money. It's big, crazy. big money. You got all your, you go to, like, you're putting your money in Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and they're taking your money and investing in a prison that's waiting for you. That's fucked They're up. waiting for you. They got a bed waiting for you that, from your money that you put into the mm -hmm. bank. Fuck, same I'm paying thing, rent. Same thing basically. with the cops. They, we, you pay the cops with your taxes, and they're out there policing you. But they're not really protecting you. They're protecting the property of the one percenters and the rich and the investors. That's crazy. That's a good fucking way to put it. That's yeah. the absolute truth. Yeah, man. Um, we just, you know, we whatever. Again, we're stuck so, so deep into this shit that in the matrix, you know, that we don't even have time to think outside the box. Yeah. And it's done by yeah. by design, you yeah. know. Um, shit. So, so okay. So what? So you you did the time. Mm -hmm. You come out. What 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 do you got going on since then? You kept graph going after that, or was that it? You just say fuck it. You know, I, I, I you know, prison kills your creativity. Yeah. Oh man, that's horrible. Yeah. But when I came out, I, I didn't really want to be back in that life. But then I found out like how important graffiti is to your being, to your essence, right? Yeah. And then I wanted to teach I, teach that to people. Like, mm -hmm. okay, graffiti. We, there's always two sides to a coin, and I'm not gonna let the law and society tell me what graffiti is. They're always gonna talk about. The, the bad side, but there's always good to bad. You gotta embrace the both. There's always good to everything and bad mm -hmm. to everything. No matter what you do, it's gotta be good or bad depending on the situation. Right. So 
I get out and I'm I'm starting a family, have some kids, and you know, you think that living that that American dream is is what's gonna set you free and make you happy and it, it it's, it's fucking sad it's thinking a, that like yeah. It's that's a, the end all be you know yeah. the american we get chasing that white picket fence forever yeah, yeah but little do you know you find out that like damn you find out that like your worth a lot of the people's worth in america depends on how productive they are and that's not fair I don't know. That's not fair. I see what you're saying. If you, like, especially for a man, it's, it's horrible for a man. If a man's not producing or bringing something to the table, he ain't shit. He ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's fucked up, but in this society, we're just, if you're not doing something or being productive, or you're not worth anything. Look how we treat homeless people. They're just living their life. But since they're not producing, they're not doing anything, or not of any importance, or not useful, then they they're nothing. We do this, we do this like unconsciously to our cousins, little brothers, our older uncles. Oh, you're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You're nothing, okay. man. But Native Americans say if you're just living, if you're living, that's enough. You're experiencing life. But they got us so. Uh, wrapped up and consumed yeah. with uh, production and consumption. This stuff right here. Yeah. Materialism. They have know? to keep us. They have to keep us in the mindset of producing because that keeps the economy going. If everybody just stops working and just wants to chill and hang out and enjoy life, then the system falls. Yeah. And, and, and the economy fails. The dollar falls. And right now, was what's the complaint right now was with the millennials that they don't want to work. Cause they're waking up, they're seeing it. Like I'm worth more than that. I'm not gonna work sixteen dollars, sixteen dollars an hour to do all that. Nah, pay me thirty-two. Yeah, ha- having bro, that's one of the hardest like coldest realizations for me. Having I did five years too, not okay. the biggest stress. Same thing, right? Was uh, like fuck, I'm gonna have to work my whole life. Yeah, that's it. I'm yeah. A, I'm gonna literally have to work five days a week, my whole fucking life. I've thought about that. Yeah. That's some shit yeah, that I've thought on the sale. I've thought yeah. on a bunk where I'm like. This can't be it. I'm in the fucking matrix. We got to change. It instills a lot of shit in yeah. you where you're just like, because you literally have nothing but time to think, you yeah. know? So it's like, I've had those same ideas, same thoughts, bro. It's yeah. crazy that... that uh, the, the system is it works you know? against us. Like, if we try to buy houses, they pay us just enough to where we can't buy a house. They pay it, and um, what else? What else? So true. Um, $20 an hour can't get you no house. Nah. You need to make more than that, but how many jobs are offering thirty dollars, forty dollars an hour? Um, they redline us. They let only all day. They redline us in certain areas where we can't buy houses. People of color. And then I just found out, and you know, you can fact check all you want. The 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 three major credit bureaus that do the credit checks, they base your credit score upon where you live. I got the proof. My girl uses her address in Culver City, her mom's house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right? And I use mine. I have better credit than she does. Right? But her credit score is still higher than mine. 
Wow, really? She had a business, went bankrupt, maxed out a bunch of cards, never paid them. I pay mine on time. I have, and her credit score is still higher than mine, based off my address. That's crazy. That's crazy. The system really hasn't broken down. Yeah. So have you... Um so all those thoughts and ideas, mm -hmm. do you um, get a chance to, to put those out there? Like during your, your when you're doing the art classes with, with folks or? I'm, I'm just starting to. You should do a podcast, bro, on that. You could do that shit all day, real shit. Um, you could. That's philosophy. Easy. People want to hear that. A lot yeah. of people may not be ready for it, yeah. but a lot of people, it's a, basically, I see it as, a, what do you call that? Like a higher discussion. Yeah. Um, th those type of things. What yeah. Are they you know. Just what, well, basically what I'm trying to do is build community. So. I can do a lot of things on my own, but what I want to do is I want to do it with other people. Okay. Let's come up together. Let's build together. Mm -hmm. I want to do it with uh, people outside of my race, people, other women. Mm -hmm. Let's start building bridges. Let's let's come up together. This is a lot of this American independent. Like I did it on my own. Cool. In reality, they didn't. Elon Musk didn't do it on his own. Right. Jeff Bezos didn't do it on his own, but he likes it. They like to say that. Yeah, but they had a team of people. But I want to acknowledge this team. Mm -hmm. I want my team to eat too. I want to build community. Take it back to a, a kind of like a worker cooperative kind of thing. Like let's split the pie evenly and let's Everybody. come up together. Love that. Mm -hmm. And that's respectable. Cause Jeff Bezos came up. He's one of the richest men in the world. But how many people are like despising him and, and gunning for him and ready for him? They're like they're ready to get him. Cause it's not, it's not. He didn't do it. He's not sharing a pie. I know he did it. I know he probably put in the work, but I don't think he's acknowledging the team and the people that helped him get there. So, no, and it's so true. I guess to to kind of like probably wrap some things up, just cause. Um, but I got one question I want to throw out there. All right, <laughs> hit, hit him with that question. I'll hit him with mine. Right. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, I know you've probably seen, and you're you're probably way more in the loop than I am. Again, I just know okay. what the fucking internet throws out there. Yeah. TKOMTA. Uh, Three days ago or something, they started posting everywhere. They got a ceasefire. I mean, they have beef for a long time. Um, and, and real to preface that, um, I would say the two biggest active graph crews, and again, I've been out the game. Mm -hmm. I'm no shot to nobody. Because yeah. yeah. there's plenty of graph crews that are yeah. up right now. There's so many of them. Yeah. Those are the two biggest ones that I grew up with that I... Like you were idols of either one or the or either or, and the reason for that is because these two crews went at it. So a lot of people, you don't pick sides, but you're just like, I just like their graffiti more than yeah. I like their graffiti. They're like the Bloods and Cribs of graffiti in a way. Uh, no, not like no. that. I would say like more like uh, you know, you're, uh, they're just rivals. They're rivals because rivals, they're yeah. the two biggest. Like football team Graffiti? rivals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Yo, that's yeah, a yeah, perfect yeah, example. Yeah. They're both the shit. Yeah. So which one do you, and, and they just, it sucks that they so happen to, to go at it for so long and until recently. Yeah, they, people have died between that mm -hmm. beef. No way. Shot because of that beef. Who oh, was, shit. I think it was OJ or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, rest in peace, OJ. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they recently just called for a ceasefire. I don't know much about it, but... To hear that, but you were from TKO at one point in time, right? TKO I used to see that up a lot. Um, I was on TKO, and you know that was one of those crews I was like, like really happy to be from. But that's like you really made it, made it at that yeah, point, yeah, yeah. But so many people uh, pull pull my coattail, 
and pulled me to the side and I was like, Dude, I don't, we don't want you from there. A lot of people uh, from the graph game, hmm. over 30, 40 people, like pulled me to the side, like, hey. That's fucking crazy. That's dude. not who you are. Mm-hmm. You, you sight, you got a bright future in the graph game and the kind of person that you are could help build the graph game. And that, no offense to that crew, but that crew might hurt you and your, and your growth. Your reputation, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I listened to the people that are my elders, my big brothers, my big sisters, and I was just like, okay, I know it's going to make, it's going to piss off the TKOs, but um, I got to listen to my big bros and my big sisters in the graph game. And that's what happened. I had to let it go. Got you. Um, that was so, so do you think that went in the right direction as far as a ceasefire and all that? You think that's where it should have been going, where it should have been a long time ago, or what? What are your thoughts on that? As far as, I mean, I, I mean, I'm all about shit. I'm, I'm all about peace and us working together and um, doing graffiti for fun, coming together. The ceasefire, I think it's a positive move. I think that's cool. I think it's gonna be a good example to show to all the other crews that you can end the beef and you can like. Um, in in things that have been very traumatic, cause that Fuck beef yeah. was like, yeah. that beef was epic. I mean, people are getting killed. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you think graffiti, it's like, you don't I think that, especially like, at this yeah. level of graffiti, it's yeah. not tag banging. Like, yeah. gangs are real. Yeah. Gangs gang yeah. different than the art in itself, but the fact that people were killed over it, that's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah, there's levels. Of, level. There's different levels to the graffiti that a lot of people don't know. If you don't mm-hmm. know it, you just lump it all together. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, I introduce, I, I invite people that come, come learn about this graffiti. And I, I swear to you, it'll make your life better. I know there's some people are like, no, it made my life worse. But if it's all about how you apply it and how you approach it. All right. So I guess to wrap things up, I'm curious to know, like, what is, like, your future, like, big-time goal in, in graffiti? Like, what do you want to do? Do you have, like, these aspirations? Like, Good fucking question. Like, what yeah. is your main goal? I mean, the stuff I'm doing now, doing the workshops, the classes, I'm doing albums, I got the books coming out, and just educating people about graffiti, articulating it, and then showing them the spiritual side of it. I don't think no one knows about the spiritual side of graffiti. Probably no one's even heard of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me to articulate it in a way where it can touch your soul and elevate you and, and change your perspective to where like, oh shit, the graffiti does that? Because at this moment, no one has a connection with graffiti. They only see it on the walls. There's no personal connection. There's no spiritual connection with it. Right. But once you get that connection and you understand it, then it's no longer your enemy. It's no longer ugly. Now it's just uh, it's as beautiful as a as the sky. It's no longer it's no longer chemtrails. It's clouds now. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, Sight, for being here with us, man. You dropped some crazy gems, and I think you introduced us to a new culture that nobody's ever thought about nobody's thought about graffiti nobody knew about graffiti and the way to go about it so really appreciate you for opening up like that and even your history man i didn't even know you went to prison like like i didn't even know like that's man i got stories man <laughs> another yeah. another time see, another part podcast. two potentially yo let us know in the comments so many prison yeah. stories man let us know in the comments for sure man well thank you so much for being here bro mm-hmm. make sure you guys check everything out if you guys are checking out the visual on youtube make sure you like subscribe comment um, drop some comments, you know, at, drop some questions, man. Maybe we can get a site to come on in a little Q&A or Do something. Do a Q&A you know? for yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be pretty I'm, tight. I'm drop down, some questions. Man. Snowball tip versus New York fat versus <laughs> thins. What are we doing? Yeah, like, you know, I could talk about why women in, that do graffiti are important. There you go, oh, man. man. Different industry yeah. or different uh, gender for sure. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening in, y'all.
Check out Rancher Network Podcast. We'll see y'all soon. Tune in, baby. Let's get it.